0: Reporting in progress okay so let's pick it up from Daf flam so let's just review for a minute we mentioned in yesterday's daf we had a discussion whether what rev would hold about in isr Moisif which is an isr halal isr whether one isr will fall on another isr if the second isr includes more people we also, parenthetically, mentioned the Nisr Kailal. Isr koylal is where the second Nisr doesn't add more people, but it asks more things. And there was a discussion whether Rav Yaisi would hold that way. So the Gemara, whether Rav Yaisi, who generally does not hold Nisr Kailal or what would he say about Nisr Moisef and Isr, mois an isr koylal? So the Gemara says, this Shailah about Rav Yaisi is Plukta Dahanitanoi. It's really a, a, it's a Plukta, it's really a Machloikas. And we had this mechloikes between Bar and Ravchia. There were three cases where Bar Kappara and Ravchia argue as to how many isurim you're over. The first case was if you have a non-Kayan who serves in the Beis HaMikdash on Shabbos. So the question is, are you over, you're definitely over for a non-Kayan serving in the Beis HaMikdash. The question is, are you also over for isur Shabbos? Mechloikes number one. Bar Kappara said Yichayif. Um For two... And, I'm sorry, Rebchiyah said too. 2, said for 1. And they're both swearing in the name of Rebbe that they both heard the, this thing from Rebbe. So we're going to have to figure out exactly what Rebbe said and how there could have been such a misunderstanding. Second Machloikas, second Machloikas was in a situation where uh, you had a Balmum who served, the coin was a Balmum who served in the Beis HaMikdish in the state of Toma. So are you Chayev for Tumah and for Balmum, or just Balmum? And the third one was a non kayin who eats the Chata Sa'of. Is Yichayev just for Chata Sa'of or also for nevela? So what's the Machloga about? So the beginning of the Aflamic Gimel. V'mayke Mefuli, what's the Machloga about? It's the Gemara Sabat, Iser Koylo. Now, this is, these are not examples of Iser Moisev, because Iser Moisev, again, is more people, and this is just one person. The question is, is there an Iser Koylo? This could be an example of Iser Koylo, olibad rabi Yosi. Um what again in general as we saw in yesterday's daf just want to make this point clear Rav shimon and yoisi had an argument in a case where you live with a woman who's both your sister-in-law and your wife's sister of yice said ihave twice Rav shimon said you ihave for one so Rav shimon definitely holds you only have one but the question is what would rev yoisi say and we said potentially he would say that you have for two in a situation where it's an iser koilo so the Gemara says, this Machleikas to Ravchiyah and Bar kapora. in these three cases, is contingent on Rav Yaisi's shita. How so? Ravchiya sabah, meaning iser koilo, is where you have one iser, and then the second one adds to it. So it's in stages. You first have one iser, and the second one adds uh, adds to the first iser. So we're saying Rav Yaisi would hold of two. That's the Machleikas in and and Bar kapora and the and 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 Bar Kapora is what would Rav Yosi say be an iser koylo, where the second iser adds to it. Rav Chia feels that Rav Yosi would say mechayev two, and that's why Rav Chia kept on saying mechayev two, and Bar Kapora said no. Rav Yosi said you're only mechayev one, and that's why he kept on saying mechayev one. Now, how are these three cases a case of iser koylo? My iser koylo ikahalchas. Let's go through each one. The first one is. Bishlam our, the first one where you have a non kayin who served in the base of on Shabbos. I could see why there's an Isser Kayla Hauso. Meikar on Friday afternoon, Sharibi Malacha, let's say the Malacha is, uh, is uh, slaughtering, whatever, or burning. Friday afternoon you could burn things. Not in the base of Mikdash, but you're allowed to work. Comes Asr Bavoda, but the only thing right now on Friday afternoon is I'm not allowed to serve in the base of Mikdash. Come Shabbos, when Shabbos adds to it, it's an iser because now not only am I not allowed to serve in the Beis of on Shabbos, I'm not allowed to serve anywhere on Shabbos. Right? The same way, right? Before before Shabbos, you could shecht and you could you could burn, you could do anything outside the Beis HaMikdash. Come Shabbos, it's aser everywhere. That's an iser So you can see where Rav Yoysi would say iser koylul's too. That's where Rav Chiyah comes from. Barak is says no. Rav Yoysi holds only one. Fine. Balmum, Let's go to the second case. In the case of a bal which is a blemished Kayin who serves in a state of Tumah. So Meikara, before he became tame, and he was just blemished, he could eat Karbanos, he's not allowed to serve in the Besamikdash. Once he becomes migud the Tumah is in Iserkolo, because not only does it say that you can't serve in the Besamikdash, you can't even eat Karbanos. So it's adding to it. Now here's the problem, though. The problem is the third case. We're trying to say that the Mechleik is in and Bar Kapara is it's an Isser Kolel, so it's in stages. And the Machlokas is what Raviosi would say by an Isser He says two, he says one. The problem is the case of Malika, it's not an Isser Kolel. Mal- Isser Kolel, by definition, means that it's stages, where the first one is a certain Isser, the second Isser adds to it. The case of Malika, they happen simultaneously. Or what's the case of Malika? The case of Malika is you eat that bird. And it's both a carbon and a nevela at the same time. It's, it's simultaneously. So how could the last case be iser kolol? It's happening simultaneously. So how could you say that's the machlokas? The machlokas we thought was what Rav Yosi would say by an iser Malika is not iser It's simultaneously. So the Gemara says you're right. Scratch that. the in is it's an iser that happens simultaneously. The question is, what would Rav Yossi say when you have two Isurim that fall simultaneously? That's the question. Rav Savar Rav Yossi Isurba Sachas Tarti Bar Kapar So the Machlaikis in Rav Bar Kapar is, what would Rav Yossi say if two Isurim happen simultaneously? Now, how do you have the. Let's go through each case. How are they all simultaneously? The last one is easy because the last one is you're eating the bird. So, at the same time, you're eating a carbon, which you're a non-kind, so you know how to do, and you're eating nevela. So, that's definitely simultaneously. How do the first two cases? The first case is where you have a non-kind serving the basement dish on Shabbos. How is that simultaneously? Because um, because Shabbos, meaning the Iser of Shabbos, I've had for years. So, how, how is that simultaneously? Zar Shashim, hacha my Iser, b'vasachas, hacha. So, how is there an Iser, b'vasachas? How is there a case where it's simultaneously? Meaning that they both are chal on the same time. So the Gemara says, "Zar shishimish b'shabbos." The case of a non koyin serving in the Beis Hamikdash, how could it be simultaneously? Going to ice, The cases where he became an adult, he became bar mitzvah on Shabbos. Therefore, the very Shabbos that he desecrated in that he that he served in the Beis Hamikdash as a non kayan was also the Shabbos that he became a bar mitzvah. Therefore, the prohibition. Of him serving in the of English and of him desecrating Shabbos happened at the same time, because he became like responsible for both at the same time. Right, you're for Shabbos when you're bar mitzvah, you're for that when you're bar mitzvah, and then both yisurim happened at the same time. He became bar mitzvah on Shabbos. Easy, bal mum also. How is it that you have a blemish koyin whose state of Tumah? So you have to have the blemish and Tumah happening at the same time. So you know what the case is? The cases where you had he became Tameh and a Balmum before Bar Mitzvah. So the second he becomes Bar Mitzvah he's a Balmum and Tum all happening at the same time because everything happens when you're bar mitzvah. inami Or, or he became a blemished and and tummy at the same time, because he cut himself with a tummy knife. So the blemish and the tummy happens at the same time. He became tummy because of the knife, and he became blemished because of the knife. All happened simultaneously. Fine. So that's the machleikas in Ravchia and Rav in and Bar Kapara, is what would Rav Yossi say about a simultaneous isser? Now, here's the question. The question is like this. The question is, we had Chia and Bar argue what Rebbe said. Chia says, I swear Rebbe said that chayiv 2. Bar Kapara says, no, I swear that he said I'm chayiv 1. Now, not only did Rebbe obviously say both things, because we're not accusing them of lying, each one has to be able to understand where the other one's coming from. It's not like Chia says, oh, I, I swear what I'm saying is correct and I think he's a liar. Obviously not. There has to be some room to explain each sheet. So let's go through each one. Bishlam and Ravchia. Ravchia again said that Yechayev 2, and that was according to Rav Yossi. Meaning, Rav Yossi and Rav Shimon argue about these concepts. Rav Shimon always has, ain Yisrchal El-Isr. Rav Yossi says, Yisrchal isr So according to him, it kind of makes sense. When Rebbe said 2, that was according to Rav Yossi. When Bar Kapara claims that Rebbe said of 1, that was according to Rav Shimon. That makes a lot of sense. He'll explain the the contradictory teachings of Rabbi in the following way: that when Rabbi said to him that you're chayiv two, that was according to Rav Yossi. When Rabbi said to Bar Kapara that you're chayiv one, is alibidu Rav Shimon, that was according to Rav Shimon. Because again, Rav Shimon says ein is achal Rav says is achal So okay, fine, it makes sense. El Bar Kapara. The question is, how does Bar Kapara explain this? I Bar Kapara claims that that. That Rebbe told him that you only have one according to Rav Yossi. According to Rav Shimon, you also only have one for sure. Bar is saying, I was told that Rav Yossi also holds you only have one. So everyone holds you have one. There's no sheet that holds you have two. So, what's, so how does Bar understand Rav Chia when Rav Chiyah gets up and says, I swear that Rebbe told me I'm two? He's just lying. Rav Chia Shakuri mashaker. Is Rav Chiyah lying? Can't be. It's a little strange that Rav Chiyah would be lying. So the Gemara says, So scratch that. When the two Issurim happen simultaneously, according to Rav too, for sure. That's not a debate. We thought it was a debate. It's not a debate. The Machloikas is what would Rav Shimon say. Rav Shimon holds in Yisr, Chal Yisr, so when it's staggered, only one iser will be. What happens when it's simultaneously, that's the Machloikis. Between Rav Chia and Bar Kapara is what would Rav Shimon say, meaning according to Rav too, for sure, when it's simultaneously. Ravchia and Bar are arguing what Rav Shimon would say. So Rav Shimon says, according to Ravchia, Rav, Rav Shimon will hold the two, meaning, normally when it's staggered, Rav Shimon holds one, but when it's simultaneously it's two. And Bar says, no, Rav Shimon always holds one, both simultaneously and staggered. So the Gemara says, Bishlam, Ravchia, Kamishtabila Fuke, Rav Shimachazge. Le Bar Kapar, Alam, Le So the Gemara says like this here's the problem. The problem is. According to Rav Chiyah, in the view of Rav Shimon, Rav Shimon holds that if the yisurim are staggered, you of one. If the yisurim are simultaneously chayiv two. So I get why Rav Chiyah would have to swear. I swear you two because in Rav Shimon's view, because normally Rav Shimon holds you one, but I swear that you two because it's different. According to Bar Kapara, Rav Shimon holds you always one, both staggered, both simultaneously always chayiv one. So why do you have to swear that you one? That's Rav Shimon shita. Meaning, if you're going to swear, it's like. I'm trying to, like, say a Chiddush. I'm trying to change the status quo. So, according to Reb-Khia, it makes sense. Rav Shimon normally holds Yichayv one. I swear Yichayv two. But according to Bar Parah, always holds Yichayv one. So, well, what's, the, what's the swear? Why do you have to swear? Just say, Rav holds Yichayv one. He always holds Yichayv one. Kash it's a cash. One more question. I understand according to the Barkapara. According to Barkapara, Parah, Shimon holds Yichayv one. Both simultaneously and staggered. So, how does Bar Kapara understand? Again, Bar Kapara says, "I heard one." That means Shimon. And he understands why Ruchiyah would say you hold two because that's according to Ravyosi. But according to Ruchiyah, when it's simultaneous, everyone holds your chayiv two. So, what is? How does he understand what Bar Kapara is claiming? Bar Kapara is claiming that I heard from Rabbi the Chayiv one. The question is, what are you talking about? According to Ruchiyah, both Shimon and Ravyosi hold Yechayev 2. The only time Yechayev 1 is according to Rav Shimon staggered, but if it's simultaneously, Rav Yossi and Rav Shimon both hold Yechayev 2. So when Bar Kappara says, I heard from Rabbi Yechayev 1, according to who? In what situation? Not when it's simultaneously. So you're talking about simultaneously. According to Rav Chia, both Rav Shimon and Rav Yosei hold Yechayev 2. So Bar Kappara gets up, he says, I heard 1. He's lying. Rav <laughs> Chia, Bar Kappara Because again, from Rav Chia's perspective, when it's simultaneously... Both Rav Shimon and Rav Yossi hold Yechayev 2. The only one that says Yechayev 1 is when it's Rav Shimon and staggered. But that's not what we're talking about. So when Rav Bar Kapar gets up and he says, I heard 2, I, I'm sorry, I heard that Yechayev 1, what situation is that? So the Gemara says the following. I'll, I'll tell you outside and then we'll see it inside. And that is, Rav Chia will tell you, again, when it's simultaneously Yechayev 2, according to Rav Shimon and Rav Yossi. When it's staggered, Rav Yossi says 2, Rav Shimon says 1. Bar gets up and he says, I heard from Rabbi that Yechayev 1. Under what situ- situation? Because we're talking about simultaneously, simultaneously of 2, according to Ravchia. The answer is, Ravchia will tell you that Bar Kappara misunderstood. Bar again, when it's staggered according to Ravshim it's it's of 1, when it's simultaneously of 2, Bar Kappara get up and said, always hive 1, meaning simultaneously staggered. Ravchia will tell you that Bar made a misunderstanding. In the three cases, the first two cases are staggered, the third case is simultaneous. The first two cases, which are staggered, could be staggered, could be simultaneous, depending on whichever its options, but it could be staggered. Rav Shem Taka could say of well, 1, because when it's staggered, it's of 1. The third case, which is Malika, which is simultaneously, according to Rav Chiyah, you're always of 2. Bar Para thought all three cases are the same, in the same way the first two cases, which are staggered, is of 1, so to the case of simultaneous, is also of 1. That was the mistake. Meaning, Ravchia's perspective is that when it's simultaneously, according to everyone, it's Chayev 2. I, Bar Kapara, is claiming that when it's simultaneously it's Chayif 1. It's because Bar Kapara misunderstood that if Rebbe said Yerchayev 1, he was talking about whether it was staggered. If it's simultaneously, it's not Chayiv 1. ki asne Rebbe tarti liftor asne. He really taught him, in two of the three cases, Yerchayev 1, because they're staggered. Go to the next page. He was talking about staggered. And Bar Kapara looked at the last case, which was simultaneous, which Rabbi never thought to teach that Yerchayiv 1. He meant Yerchayiv 2. But Bar Kapara misunderstood that. He misunderstood Rebbe. That's Bar Kapara misunderstood Rebbe. So really, the truth is, if it's simultaneously a Chayv 2, according to Ruchiyah, if it's staggered, it's Chayv 1. So why did Bar Kapara claim that it's Chayv 1 in all situations, even simultaneously? He says he misunderstood. If Rebbe told him a Chayv 1, he was talking about we were staggered, not when it was simultaneous. Okay. Let's we'll just finish up this Sugya. May have a Hold on one second. Recording in progress. Yeah, so the Gemara says, save Akasha. Now that we've established that Chiyah and Bar-Khapar are arguing as to what Ravshima would say when it's simultaneous. Barkapara feels that Ravshimma would say Hive 1, just like when it's staggered, and Chiyah says no. When it's staggered, I one according to Rafim. When it's simultaneous, I two. So the Gemara says, Akashah, the B'raith lists these three cases. Uh, it lists two out of three. Shishimish Shishimish It lists the two cases that are staggered. It, it omits the case of simultaneous, which is Malika, which is the case of eating the, the bird that was uh, Malika. So the, Mishna, the Gemara says, Yesh kan M'shom Zohar, M'shom Shavis, shum Balmum shum Tuma. D'orav, Yesh Yorosis is Chayvetur, Shem in Oymar, In Adka in Balmum in this case, because it's staggered, you're chayiv only one. The implication is, had it been simultaneous, then you'd be chayiv two, which is not like Bar Kapara. The Mishnah specific, the Breiser specifically omits the case of simultaneous sister of Malika according to Rav Shimon, why? Because this Bryce is listing when Rav Shimon holds Yichayev 1. The implication is, if it was simultaneous be 2, to after the to the to Yofta that's not like Barkapara, who holds that according to Rav Shimon Yichayev 1, even simultaneously, this Bryce is not like Rav Shimon. Not like Barqa like version of Rav Shimon. Okay. Now, just to finish up to the Mishnah, just Agav. The, the we talked about a case where you you uh, the first case was a non koyin serves in the base hamikdash, he does an avod in the base hamikdash on Shabbos, and the question is how many isurim are you over? Are you over, Are you one for, Shabb, for 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 Shabbos and avod or just avod? The question is what did you do in the base hamikdash that you were not allowed to do? What avera did you do? That's a desecration of Shabbos That's also not allowed to be done by a non kohen. So Zarshimish mai? what avoda did you do? I if you shechted, right? So that's obviously a desecration of Shabbos because you slaughtered. The problem is a non kohen is allowed to slaughter a karba. Shchita I and let's say, okay, you, you receive the blood and you walk the blood to the uh to the to the uh to the Mizbeach. The problem is tilde Balmahu. That is a definitely an avoda, which a non kohen is not allowed to do but we're looking for something that's an avoda that's also a desecration of Shabbos. That's, at most, muksa, That's a muksa issue. And the Gemara says, Iba haktara, and if it, you actually burnt the, the animal on the Mizbeach, Hamar Havar The problem is, Rav Yosi holds that if you burn, m- making fire on Shabbos, is only a losase. it's not going to be the death penalty. So therefore, how could, according to Rav Yossi, there be no chatos for that. So how could Rav Yossi, So what's the case where according to Rav Yosi you chay for two carbonos? So the Gemara says Amar Rav Acha about Yaakov b'shchitas parishol We're talking about a case where you slaughtered a non kain slaughtered the kain gadol's bull offering on Yom Kippur. The and uh, the, and it's following the view. Normally a non kain is allowed to shach the carbon. But, so again, so that's why we rejected Shechita as being the example of a case where it's an Avoda and a Chil Shabbos, because it's not an Avoda that a, a non-Kahin cannot do. Except, according to one opinion, shechting the kohen Gadol's bull offering on Yom Kippur is not allowed to be done by anyone other than the kohen Gadol. So the case is where a Yisrael shech's on Yom Kippur Shabbos, he shech's the bull's the bull carbon of the koyin gadol, and that's a chil shabbos because it's shechita and it's an avoda that he's not allowed to do. So the gemara says If that's the case, then myir yizar if you look hadinami. The problem is that why do you have to say a non kayan The truth is any koyin is not allowed to shechit. The only one who's allowed to shechit is a koyin So the gemara says the answer is shzar You're right. When it says zar, it doesn't mean a non koyin. It means anyone who's not allowed to shechit, which is anyone other than the koyin gadol. So that's the case. Maskel Ravashi mid the Think about it. Ravashi; just rejects this, right? We were going, we were trying to find a case where you were chal shabbos and did avoda, and each one brings you a carbon, and we we had a hard time finding it. Why do you have to say that? Where does it say that you have to bring a carbon? It says to isurim. It just talked about chal shabbos. It never said a It never said a It just was looking for an example where you you did avoda and you were chal shabbos. So you did the avoda. so the cases where you carried the blood to the Mizbeach. That's an avoda, and it's a Chil Shabbos, because it's muksa. Ah, you don't bring a carbon, it's not Dorites, who cares, who said that? It just said that, you're not allowed to do two... We're looking for an example where you have Shabbos, Iser, in this case the Isidurabon of muksa, and you have the avoda. And what do I care if you're not going to bring a carbon and you're not going to get the death penalty, it's just an Isidurabon. Why do I care to know how many Averis your over according to Rav Yossi and Rav Shimon? Meaning, if you're bringing Carbonus, then you gotta know Ravyosi Rav holds you two, Rav Shimon Rav one. But now we're telling you no, we're just trying to list cases where there's an avoda and a Chil shabis. Just isurim, has nothing to do with a law, has nothing to do with Avoda. So the question is, so what do I care? The answer is like we have before the Khivravin Gemurim to know where to bury you. It's not for carbonus purposes and it's not for uh you know death penalty. It's, you have to know how many Averis he's over in order to know where to put him in the cemetery this person is now over Chil Shabbos and avoda. so you can't put him in the Chil Shabbos section you can't put him in the avoda section because he did to Eser okay new Mishnah Mishnah says like this Shnayim Shekichu. Shnayim Shekichu shte If two men were makkadish, two women. So you have Reuven and Shimon are makkadish, two women. R'cholei. B'shask, T'nissas, and L'chopah. But when they entered the Chopah, hechlifun The women got confused. They forgot who they were Meqadish. And they lived together. So each one lived with a woman, and they don't know if that was his wife or the other one's wife. They forgot who they married. Harei eilu They both are for eishesish. if they were brothers, they're also chayiv for living with your brother's wife. And if these women were also sisters, then you chayiv for eshes ish, and your wife's sister. And if they're Nidus also, now after they live together, they have to go back to their uh, rightful husbands. These are the rules, we separate the women from their husbands for three months, meaning even when you figure out who the husbands are, they have to separate for three months because um, what if they got pregnant from the first uh, relations, we want to make sure that we want to know who the father is, so we want to separate for three months, that way she'll know if she's pregnant, because if she lives with this guy and it makes a there and the next day she goes back to her husband, you're not going to know whose baby it is maybe it's from the first one, it's from the second, so therefore you have to separate for three months. But But if the wives were uh, under the age, under the age of Bat Mitzvah, and they can't have children anyway, they could return them to their husbands immediately once the husbands know uh, who they are, once you figure out who they are. Um, and if they were daughters of Kehanim, they are disqualified from eating Truma because Um Yeah, because she, she uh, committed adultery. Even though it might have been considered like rape because she didn't know what she was doing. She didn't know she was, wasn't living with her husband, but by Kehanim or machmer. Okay, now the Mishnah started off by saying that these two wives were swapped. Now, I thought when you read the Mishnah, you think it was an accidental. The problem is the actual lotion is Hikhlifu. Hechlifu implies that they were switched, like on purpose, like the men swapped wives, which is obviously uh, not allowed to be done. The Gemara says, mide rishay are we dealing with Rishayim who would swap wives on purpose after the kedushin? They swap wives Chas Rishu, another kasha. It says, Hatani Rav listed how in every scenario, let's say it's the worst case scenario, it's like an says need those, your wife's sisters, your brother-in-law, all these things. The most you could be overs you could you could might have to bring bring sixteen chatos. And, and if we're talking about a case where they were swapped on purpose, carbon, there's no carbon for Mezid. So obviously if Rechie is talking about carbonus, it means that it was accidental. So Rehuda so says, you're right, switch the Lashen to Huchlefu means they were exchanged inadvertently. That makes sense. It also kind of makes sense because uh, it says in the Mishnah at the end, that if their children, if the girls were under bat mitzvah and they can't give birth anyway, you can send them back to their husbands. Now, if, they, if this was done on purpose then it's adultery. Then how could she go back to her husband? If it's accidental, okay, it's accidental, it's accidental. But if it's done on purpose, how could she go back to your husband? So it must be it was accidental. The Gemara says, no, holy kasha. that's not so good kasha because Peter Katana oinus ninu. Because even the actions of a child on the bat mitzvah is considered an oinus. It's considered rape because she doesn't know what she's doing. But oynis bisho mishashari. So really, it could be that she did it on purpose. But the, an 11-year-old, when she does it on purpose, because she was talked into it, uh, talking into a child is considered like rape. So, Ella Diktani, Rather, it must be from the Mishnah. It says, So rather, right, that it was done accidentally because it says they separate the wives for three months to make sure that there's no pregnancy issues. But you knew they weren't pregnant, they can go back to their husbands. So obviously it was done accidentally because if it was done on purpose, that's adultery, and she wouldn't be allowed to go back. I'll stop here.